0: Hey there, welcome to Crazy Good God. I'm Nancy Teague, and thanks for joining me. This is episode three, and today we'll talk about a way God speaks. There are many ways, but this is one of them. And also, that he can speak to whomever, whenever. A heads up with that, some of us question the whomever. Now, there may be some of you listening that had no idea God even speaks to people, Others, it's normal to hear from him, and it's not that they're special. Remember, God has no favorites. Somehow, they're just open to hearing, or they become sensitive to his input. Others have heard from him, but they don't even know it was him. And then there are times we know we heard and have absolutely no clue what he just said. I want to go back to November 20th, 2001, and this is about hearing a word from God. You might ask, what is a word from God? It's like a word, actual word, or sentence, a statement, a thought, and it like just drops inside of you. Now, heads up on this, if the voice or the word you hear is condemning or accusatory, That is not God. So reject it. Here's the context of the word I heard, the statement I heard. I had been leading women's intercessory prayer for a number of years, and our time would begin with some worship music. You could sit, you could move around, you could just stand still, you could kneel, whatever you wanted to do. And I happened to be kneeling that day, And as I was kneeling and worshiping the Lord, this feeling came over me or rose up within me, and I wanted to cry. Mind you, I came into prayer with nothing on my heart, no burdens, no concerns, no grievances, no losses. Why do I want to cry? Actually, it almost felt like I wanted to bawl. Now, this would obviously be distracting and would interrupt the beautiful worship atmosphere. But the women there would no doubt have been okay with that and just figure like, wow, God must be doing something. But I worked to keep myself together while thinking, what's going on? What's wrong with me? And I wasn't even expecting an answer. This is the weirdest thing I've ever had happen. It's one thing to be moved to tears by something we see or read or remembering something or someone that stirs us emotionally, someone we lost especially. But when you feel perfectly fine and then you want to cry, what's with that? It's not kind of like, like Nancy, get a grip already, like chill. So in the middle of that confusion, I heard him softly say, there was no impatience in his voice, no condemnation, no disappointment. You don't get it. With that word, It felt like I was feeling his sadness, like he was sad for me, for us. And somehow I sensed the word had something to do with him, but I didn't really get it. I didn't understand. The worship ended. The women were waiting for me to initiate since I led our prayer time, but I couldn't talk. I was still feeling weepy. Eventually, some other women started to pray some things, good prayers for other people, and i start thinking man am i out of the flow today so probably after about 5 plus minutes which felt like forever to me they got quiet again and it was, i'm sure they were thinking like and are you going to get up and lead us today or what are you doing down there well i composed myself and i finally spoke and told them what happened what i heard and that i had no understanding of what he meant other than the sadness And nobody else had any insight. Now, what's really unusual is early the next morning, I was part of prayer shield for our pastor and his wife. And out of the blue, he asked me, how was prayer going? It wasn't something that he asked normally. And I began to tell him about my experience. I got choked up again. My eyes watered like, what, again? I was befuddled. And nobody had any insight they didn't get it either. What I didn't realize at the time, he was giving me a heads-up for something coming 10 years later. Looking back, it reminds me of Jesus' words to his disciples before he went to the cross, John 16, 12. He said to them, I still have many things to say to you, but you are unable to bear them now. What an encouraging thing to say even though I'm sure they didn't even get that. <laughs> Join the club. So I want to go over that, those statements that Jesus said and throw in some Greek meanings because it will help the fullness of what he was telling them be more meaningful to you. So Jesus said, I still have. The word have in the Greek is echo. It's the word from which we get our word echo of something comes back to us and back and forth. And that means to hold or possess. So I I possess, I hold something. I hold many things. The word many in the Greek is multitudinous, great in amount. I mean, just think about how big Jesus is. So can you imagine how much he wants to tell us? Many things to say. The word say in the Greek is lego. It's from the word where we get logos, which is the word for Jesus. He is the Logos, the word of God. Lego means to say, to speak, to bring a message to closure, to move to a conclusion in order to lay it to rest. So many things to say to you, but you are not able. The word able is dunamai in the Greek. It's the word where we get our dynamite. It means to have power, to show ability, enabled by God, empowered. So we're not able. It's like we just don't carry enough inner power at that time. And he goes, not able to bear. The word bear in the Greek means to take up, to carry, to put upon oneself something to be carried, to bear what is burdensome, to be equal to understanding a matter and receiving it calmly. So there's like something preparatory within us that he understands when we'll be able to bear this thing, to understand a matter and then receive it calmly and carry it and walk it. So you're not able to bear the things I want to say to you now. And the word now in the Greek is just now, at this moment, here and now, exactly now, in the immediate present. (laughs) When you think about it, How encouraging to realize he wants to tell us, and yet he knows all of our limitations. So maybe we should say all in unison now, we don't get it, but we know he wants us to get it. So God does not dangle a carrot in front of you and then say, oops, I changed my mind, or oops, I guess you're not up to this revelation, or oops, I thought you'd get this, but you can't, so I'm moving on to someone else. No way is that God. He's not partial, and he has fullness for everyone. He's okay with our ignorance, with our darkened, even our false understanding, but he's not going to leave us there. He has so much for us. We are clueless, really, about the enormity of our being, clueless about our true identity, clueless about our capacity to contain his kingdom. And it really is within us. And that's like a whole head explosion thing to get a hold of. And we're clueless about his desire to speak to us and to enlarge us. These kind of thoughts reminded me of a quote I read by C.S. Lewis. This is what he said. Like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. You know, I I made mud pies when I was a child, maybe a lot of you did, and I loved doing that. And it was fun, and it's like, man, that can't be any better than this. I could not imagine at that age something bigger, better, overwhelming, too good to be true. And his heart is to share all he has. And he did when he said it is finished on the cross. Most of us just don't even get that statement. But that's okay, because we have to remember, Jesus said, I have many things to tell you. So go ahead, ask him. Do you have more for me? And listen in quietness. Listen to that voice inside of you, or a sense of presence. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 2, "I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man how much God has prepared for us, and they will only be revealed through his Spirit. So we need to enlarge our perspective about God. And these are some of the things that can be enlarged. All-inclusive, all-loving, impartial, and never giving up on anyone. Remember when I said at the beginning, he can speak to whomever? Well, heads up on this, religious Christianity questions the whomever. And that can be like a, really? What? So here's a few scriptures to just let them wash over your heart. Romans 10.20, I was found by those who did not seek me. I was made manifest to those who did not ask for me. So now we're going to look at a little Greek here. Found by those who did not seek me. In the Greek, seek means to search for, to desire, to inquire. And those people that are not searching, don't desire, don't inquire. He's going to be found by them. I was made manifest to those who did not ask for me. The word manifest means visible, comprehended for those who did not ask. And that word ask means to question, to inquire, to interrogate. So people could be out there doing diddly squat, they're not even asking, and God's going like, surprise! I mean, that's how much he loves everyone. Romans 15:21 To whom he was not announced they shall see and those who have not heard shall understand Isaiah 65:24 It shall come to pass that before they call I will answer and while they are still speaking I will hear Before they call I will answer That's talking about a God who's like totally invested in every single person. There's like this face-to-face dynamic going on, even if we don't know that. Gosh, I wonder if those passages are like, fit in with the, you don't get it. God, are you bigger than we've been told? Help me to encounter you that way and really know you. All righty. Today, I just told you about the word he gave me in 2001. Now, the next episode, I'll be sharing a dream from 2004. So three years later, he specifically told me what the it was. But it wasn't until beginning in 2012 to 2020 that I finally grasped the it. Okay, winding down here. If you think these podcasts could be a blessing to some other people, friends, please share them. You can follow me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcast, Audible, and a host of others. My website is www.crazygoodgod.org. Now I would like to pray this over you. May the Father of glory give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you know the incredible hope of his calling and able to receive and bear many things. May Holy Spirit take you in the spirit on a holiday by the sea of his incomprehensible love and enjoyment for you bliss to you, and never forget God is absolutely crazy about you.